we're on. Welcome to Cook It. We are Drea and Renee, friends who love to cook and bake. Though we are busy with six kids combined, we still make time to meal plan and make home cooked meals for our families. This month, we're still exploring Gordon Ramsay's home cooking cookbook. Well, still, we're on episode two of it. Mm-hmm. Plenty more so, recipes to go. A lot, yeah. So, how are you enjoying <laughs> Gordon? <laughs> uh, well, I've always been a big fan. Oh, no, I think I'm too loud. Um, always a big fan of his. Uh, I love watching Hell's Kitchen, and yeah. I like watching the show that is associated with this particular cookbook. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I like it. You? Yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm surprised at how simple but different stuff is. Mm-hmm. How so. do you feel about the pictures? Because I know you like pretty. Yeah. Um, I get concerned when there are none. <laughs> and some of these that we've selected, there are none. But I was happy to have the visual reference for the beef empanadas that we tackled first. Mm-hmm, we sure did. Which was your recipe that you made me make, and I was terrified. And? Um, so I made them for the entire family for lunch one day. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I was, it was my intention to make it for supper, and then I started it early in the morning. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bang this out for lunch. Nice. Um, and I had said initially that I was going to add cheese in the filling and omit the egg and all this mm-hmm. stuff, but I didn't. The only thing I omitted was the olives. Mm-hmm. Um, I added in the finely chopped egg and, um, did it as per, and it went down pretty good. I didn't make the chimichurri sauce. Me neither. Um, but my family, I put um, relish and mustard in little bowls, and so they could dip them. So Yay. that was a hit. Um, one of the things was, so I'm classic for over-making stuff. Yeah. Like making too much filling or too yeah. much dough. So it called for 10 ounces of ground beef. Yes. I weighed my package of ground beef mm. and I so and I took out what was too much of 10 ounces and I measured everything. I still had filling left over. Yeah. Like I probably could have made with like probably another six to eight empanadas. Mm. But your two packages of phyllo dough. Yeah. Not phyllo. This one's puff, puff pastry. pastry yeah. Um Didn't only do it. makes the 18 rounds. Yeah. Measuring like with the, you know, I actually cutter. used the right cutter. And yeah, everything. so did I. Because I have like a whole little set. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I was a little disappointed that it still makes more too filling. Much. Yeah. Um, but I guess he got like, who says eight ounces of grown buff, right? Yeah. So that's true. Um, yeah. I made them on an evening that I thought we were all going to be there for dinner, and then Curtis left to go have a beer with his buddies and have dinner out, so it was just me and the kids, and um, it went okay. Yeah. Yeah, it took some coaxing to get them to try it, and my son's review was, hmm, not terrible. (laughs) See, my, uh, my kids are, like, my two oldest kids anyways, I cut one up and gave it to the twins too who are almost 18 months and they like ate it up really well and my daughter's really adventurous I'm Mm -hmm. finding by going through this whenever I cook up a new concoction she's all over it and she's Mm. like "Mm, this is delicious mummy and my son is a little more hesitant yes but But um, he's that age right like exactly but he'll eat it and the fact that it was like 
bread and meat yeah. with a dipping sauce. He's like, yeah, I'm on board. I think Lou ate it with ketchup, which is not surprising because yeah. everything gets eaten yeah. with ketchup. But she's three, so. Yeah. Um, I also didn't pull my puff pastry out soon enough. Mm, yes. So I had to repair it a bit. I had to warm it with my hands and like push it together. But I think mine split and then I was like, oh no, I need yeah. more and like. It was a whole thing. No, well, if it splits, you can just kind of put it back together. I did, but I also, I think I only opened one pack because I realized that Curtis was going to be there. And they're really best, like, the day you make them. Okay. So I pulled out one, and then I was like, oh, I guess I'm getting out another one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we f- and we finished them for lunch. Like, yeah. there was all six of us eating. Um, my husband was like, eh, it's fine. It's ground beef in a thing, but he did not detect the hard-boiled egg. Mm, does he not like hard-boiled he eggs? He hates eggs. Like, he, hmm. the smell of them, like, makes him... Oh. Yeah. That's so, funny because you feed your kids eggs a lot. <laughs> I know. And for years, his mom had to hide the fact that there's eggs in cakes because if he knew, he would not eat it. So now he knows that eggs make things delicious. Yeah. But he can still not stand the the smell or the taste of eggs. That's really weird. I know. I mean, like everyone's averse to something. Yeah. It's just eggs. My mom doesn't like eggs either. No. But I think, hmm, I'm not sure if she would eat them if I served them like this. She doesn't like them on her own, on its own, but. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't even, it wouldn't cross my mind that that was an issue. Oh, I was like, chopping it up really, really small, and he's like, what's in this? What's in this filling? I'm like, onions and garlic. Mm -hmm. And beef. It's great. (laughs) That's funny. I really like them. Like, I find they're flavorsome, and I really like any excuse to eat puff pastry. You know what? I didn't realize how buttery buttery and delicious puff pastry was, Mm -hmm. and I was like, this makes it. Um, I also... Some people use it as pie crust. I'm like, hell yeah. That's an intense pie crust. Well, like, for some pies, like uh, chicken pot pie, when you're not actually... Like, you... It's so impossible to get the bottom crust actually cooked that you just don't put one there and then only do a puff pastry lid, and it gets, like, fluffy and flaky and delicious. (laughs) Think about it. I've never had a pot pie, like chicken pot pie. I've never had chicken pot pie. Don't look at me like that. I can't not. What do you do with your leftovers? <laughs> I make soup and sandwiches, and yeah, we're soup people. Mm. The advantage to a turkey chicken, chicken or turkey pot pie is that you can make the filling, put it into a frozen pie crust, like you know how you buy them in sets of two. Yeah. Fill the bottom, put the other one on top, and then put it right in the freezer, and you can cook it like that. It's like 45 minutes or an hour and 25 mm-hmm. in that range. And you have yourself a lovely dinner because that's the old lady that I am. Yeah. I make chicken pot pies. I don't know pies. how I feel about chicken pot pie. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. If you make them right, they're really good. Even yeah. like tortillere, like I'm from Quebec. I've never had tortillere. And oh. I have no desire to try tortillere. It actually scares me. It can be very rich. Yeah. Sometimes they're kind of like... They're not good because people put so much pork in them. My mom does like 50% beef, 50% pork, and they're really good, but there's not a lot else in there. It's literally just ground beef and spices. A lot of people also do like wild game. Oh, like that's are you not a fan? Well, no, but that's how they use up wild game. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, pick a better way. 
I guess like, if you want to hide it. But you're not hiding it because it's literally the filling of a pie. I know, but it's so heavily spiced that usually oh, like okay. you wouldn't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't know my mom put pork in there for years. Yeah. One year she made them all pork, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> Why do I feel like this? I feel awful. Um, I also didn't let them chill for the full um, 20 minutes. Are you supposed to let them chill after you yeah, fill them? you're ah. supposed to fill them and then chill them to let them firm up. I did not do that. At all. So I let them chill for, like, 10, but... It was mainly because I, I prepared them and I set them on my stoneware. Mm. And I was worried if I let it chill too long and then I put it in the hot oven. It might break. Crack, so. I have broken so many stonewares. I have not, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say I chilled the filling, though. I had to put um, it in my garage for a few minutes. Because it's hot when you cook it. And then you have to chill it before you put it on the pastry or it's uh, just going to melt I the pastry. But uh, anyway, I Once just, it was all cool, I was like, whatever, into the oven. Yeah. It did... Um, they did droop a bit, but they turned out really easy. And puff pastry was so easy to work with. I'd, mm-hmm. I've never worked with it before, so I'm going to call it a win. I know. I'm just I don't blowing understand. your brain today. Puff like, pastry is the best. I know. It's really tasty. It's also super cheap at the grocery store. I know. I'm trying to master making it at home. Oh. But also, they make it with a machine that just makes it perfectly every time. So, like, why am I mastering this skill? I feel like if I could make... One batch that was like five pounds of puff pastry and I could freeze it. Yeah. Then it would be worth it. That's a lot of arm work. Yeah. Rolling it out. It's not really. I've done uh, like croissants and stuff before. That is no, an arm work. I've made Queen Amon and that's a lot of arm work. Apparently, anyway, you're not supposed to push any or it squeezes the butter out. Well, how the heck are no you idea. supposed to like just let it roll? Yeah. That's not going to do anything. Look at it and hope for the best. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So what did you make other than the beef empanada? Oh, I made the easy chicken pastilla, which is, I don't know on what page it is, but it's uh, delicious. It's like a chicken pie made with phyllo pastry and spices. Ooh. And onion, of course. There's some ginger. But the funny spice... Or the spice that I found most intriguing was the cinnamon. It calls for a whole teaspoon. Ah, so did the beef empanadas. A whole, yeah, and I liked that. It called for a whole teaspoon of um, cinnamon. And I really like it. I found it like an exotic spice blend. The first time I made it was like at least 10 years ago. And my tastes have evolved uh, a bit since yeah. then but and now you can buy spice blends from like Morocco and stuff from the grocery store but at the time it was very it was very fun to have cinnamon yeah and I thought like oh that's weird it's only for sweet not savory but it was delicious my husband and I ate like the whole pie ourselves oh, when I first fun. made it yeah and uh it's really nice it's a fun way because like I don't use phyllo dough very much I find it finicky and hard mm-hmm. to defrost and like I would never make it ever no. Um, but to buy it and use the sheets like that, and you think like, oh, I'm spreading butter between each layer of this paper thin. Oh man, it turns out so crisp and buttery and delicious. I'm looking at it right now. It was fun tasty. fact. It's like just the next page from our beef empanadas. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Yay! Anyway, it was and it was surprisingly easy to make. But you're dusting it with confectioner sugar. Oh yeah, that part's weird. Maybe I skipped that part. But. No, yeah, or ground cinnamon. 
It's mostly for looks, and whenever I serve to my family, I don't. Yeah. There's no presentation. New garnish. <laughs> my kids don't even get, like, a solid slice of anything. They get little squares, and this just rips apart, like, here's flakes of pastry next to the meat. So is it a pie, or is it... Like a lasagna. Well, you layer it in a springform pan. You put the sheet, some sheets on the bottom, and then you fill it with the oh. with the chicken, and then you layer more um, sheets on top. Okay. But you need like five sheets to make a significant yeah. amount of pastry, okay. so that when you're cutting it, you don't get because if you did just one layer and then chicken and one layer and chicken, the pastry would dissolve and yeah. it would just disappear. So it's kind of like a phyllo chicken lasagna. Without any cheese, yeah. 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 Butter. I Butter. remember, well, I would add more chicken just because, like, I like a thick layer. Yeah. And it was, like, kind of sparse. and. Yeah, it's just, it's like hard to four determine, skinless, like, what... Four skinless thighs for oh, an entire pie. Yeah. I'm like, I need more filling. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it was good. I would maybe try that then. I, when I looked at the picture, I was like, yeah, it yeah. looks like a... Popeye. I think the only reason I tried it is because it was on the show. Oh, okay. And he shows you how to do it. And I was like, well, that looks super easy. I can tackle a Gordon Ramsay recipe. And it was, I was right. I can. I might try tasty. this one too, actually. Well, if your kids like chicken. It and if you good. don't mind, like, you would have to make a salad or something on the side or <laughs> mashed potatoes. <laughs> I don't know. What would you serve with this? Um, Beans? I'm going to do beans or no. oh, asparagus. Like, if I'm very brutally honest, I would probably have, like, chopped up, like, cold veggies on the side. Mm. Um, you could probably do squash in there. Oh, man. Sorry, yeah. I have to write that down. Squash. With the chicken? Like, pre-cooked. Yeah. Softened. And then with the chicken and the cinnamon already there. Yeah. It's natural. It's there a you natural. Go. You've got a nice fall chicken pasta. Yeah. Which is probably chicken pot pie translated from wherever that is. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Spain, maybe. Pastilla. Well, it says Spanish. Morocco. In Morocco, ah. where the pastilla originated, mm -hmm. um, they're fond of mixing sweetness and spice. That's true. They, well, I just got a spice mix called Raz El Hanout, oh. which he calls for in another recipe that I made. Okay. And uh, it's got cinnamon for savory dishes. I'm like, hmm. Mm. It's it's an interesting like yeah little unexpected hint of burst of flavor yeah it's funny because I really love nutmeg but uh, apparently nutmeg is like it can kill you if you have too much of it oh no yeah I'll die happy um I put it in anything that calls for cinnamon I add nutmeg really like, I find banana bread specifically is very blah yeah. and they're like here use half it. A half a teaspoon of cinnamon. I'm like, I dump. dump that. Yeah. Dump that shit in there and then put at least half as much nutmeg in it. Yeah. If not equal amounts. Another one is like apple pie or apple mm -hmm. crisp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, use some, a little like dusting of cinnamon. I'm like, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. Heavy dusting. And in nutmeg. We also do like in our mixed berry or raspberry pies, Ooh. we add cinnamon. Yum. Mm hmm. Do you use mace a lot? Which no. is the other like, part of the nutmeg, I no. think. Like, shoot, now I don't know for sure. It might be cloves. 
cloves. Cloves make sense. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. mace, the real the real plant looks crazy. Oh. It's like all whitish yellow, and like it looks like a sea urchin of some sort that they dried and like processed. mace that you like spray in people's faces. No, not like. Although maybe they're related. Who knows? Hold on, I'll show you a picture. Crazy sea urchin. That's a oh, spice? that's a different kind of mace. Yeah. It's a spice that oh. you can buy. My also a weapon. It turns out, but it's it comes ground, ground up, and I use mm. it in like ah. It's featured in a picture with nutmeg, so maybe I'm not totally. Email us. Nutmeg. Tell me where. Yes, yeah. comes from. I forget. <laughs> it's also a spiky weapon. Yeah. In case anyone cares to know. So, what did you make in addition to the beef empanadas? I made the tomato risotto. So did I. <laughs> How did you like it? I loved it. I just want to get to its page. It was one of those ones that didn't have a picture, mm-hmm. but I'm page familiar 30. with risotto, so um, I was happy to make it without the photograph. Yeah. Um, I have never added mascarpone cheese before to my risotto. Never. Me neither. Uh, it makes total sense, though. It does. Because, sorry, did you know that mascarpone is just thickened whipping cream? Literally, right. you just let it sit out at room temperature for a couple days, and it goes from whipping cream to cheese. That makes sense. It's wild. Uh, we have. I have recently had kind of a fumble with cheese, though. So do you remember when we had cheese curds that were mm-hmm. made super local? Mm-hmm. So we were told that those cheese curds would be good in the fridge for up to six months and more. Yeah, because well, there's no water in there, right? It has not been six months. And I just threw out bags, like at least eight bags oh. of cheese curds. Had you known, you would have free- blue mold. You would have put it in the freezer, I'm I sure. I would have put it in the freezer for sure. I wonder sure. if he didn't use enough salt. I have no idea, but Ugh. yeah, that but. is disappointing. That happened to me with me. We got venison, uh, jerky. Yeah, not jerky, but the rods, pepperettes, pepperettes. And I was told they were vacuum sealed, and I was told they would yeah. be good in this in the fridge for indefinitely. Yeah, they were not. Yeah, I didn't even open the package. Like normally, I would put stuff in the green bin so it can be turned into compost. I and I was like, oh god, no, I didn't. Garbage. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I'm a little hesitant to try making mascarpone cheese myself. I was too. It's only supposed to sit out for one day and it's supposed to thicken all by itself. However, I think because we live in the ultra pasteurized, like, sterile environment. But I don't. Well, I do. And that's, so yeah. I ended up leaving it out for three days before oh. it started to thicken. Okay, that's Because the, okay. the bacteria wasn't there. Okay. It yeah. needed more time. It did work, but I had never bought Mascarpone, so I wasn't sure if it tasted like it was supposed okay. to. Turns out, yes, it did. It, did? it was perfect, okay. and I should have used it up immediately, but instead I was like, I don't know, and then it sat in the fridge for like three weeks, and then I threw it out. Yeah. Well, Next time, though. I Maybe I'd try it. I don't know. I just... It's just so expensive. It it's is. It's like twelve ninety nine for a reasonably sized tub. Well, we only needed a third of a cup for this recipe, so I just got a little baby cup. Me too. Tub. Have you ever made a tiramisu cake? No. Oh, you need like two or three of those big tubs. Oh my god! That's why I was like, I'm gonna let me see if I can make this. Um, I like that he 
calls it risotto rice. Yes, instead, instead of arborio of, rice. Yeah, because it's, I mean, I'm assuming that arborio rice is like a name brand kind of. Nope. No, it's, it's not. It's a strain of rice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think he just knows that like you should know. <laughs> Okay, well then, in that case, I'm glad I knew, because I'd have been like, what's risotto rice? Seriously. Uh, Maybe there are several kinds that you can use for risotto, but to me, Arborio is the one. Yeah. um, I would also, like, I'd even attempt it with, like, a, um, like, a barley. Like, you could even do something like that, I have made barley risotto before. It's quite nice. Yeah. It cooks at about the same time, too. Um, when I Google risotto rice, it doesn't say specifically arborio. Yeah, I thought it would give me like a list of like these are the rice varieties that you can try for our for risotto. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Damn you, Google! <laughs> Tell me what let, I want to know. Letting you down. Well, the first one is like arborio rice. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're so smart. Um. I made the tomato risotto, though, for my work lunches, so I didn't share it with nobody. I made a double. We had it for dinner, Mm -hmm. and then we had lots of leftovers. Do not recommend doubling, because Mm -mm. it's quite large, and it gave me ridiculous heartburn. Mm. It's a lot of tomato and cheese. It's very rich, yeah. Yeah. It was delicious. It was. We really liked it, but... Well, especially if you have it for supper, and then you kind of, like, max and relax Mm -hmm. on the couch, and it just settles and pools in your chest like an hour later i was like oh God. yeah no i had, <laughs> i found it made like five nice small portions for my lunch and mm-hmm. then that week um i also had meatballs i mm. made myself meatballs just so i would have like a protein yeah well we tried to get the kids to eat it and they did we made like little piles on their plate yeah. and they did try it but they didn't yeah love it they love rice but they don't love tomatoes what is wrong with them it's like it's basically ketchup <laughs> My kids love tomatoes. They're like, if I have grape tomatoes in the fridge, they're gone. You put them in the fridge? I put all my tomatoes in the fridge. <gasps> the only produce that doesn't go in the fridge are potatoes, garlic, bananas, and onions. I feel like your enjoyment of tomatoes would go up exponentially if you did not keep them in the fridge. I eat unrefrigerated tomatoes in the summer for my garden. Okay. Because the texture is vastly improved by not going in the fridge. Yeah. All right. Just I don't know how you have space in your fridge. My fridge is so packed with condiments. Thank you. What? I am in this battle with my husband about how we need a bigger fridge. Mm-hmm. You do. Like, you have a, a family of six. Yeah. You almost need two fridges. Yeah. Well, and he's like, this fridge is fine. It's, we're making it work. Blah, blah, blah. And he's just, oh. He's do you like, have space for a bigger fridge, though? I do. Is there anything next to your... No. Oh. Yeah. Double wide. Yeah. Get a double wide. <laughs> Let me live vicariously through you. So I don't think I can afford a double wide. They're not that much money. The ones, okay, so there's a stainless steel set. I want to say it's from KitchenAid, but it's like full stainless steel freezer on one side, full stainless steel fridge on the other side. So the it's 22 square feet, but it's only fridge. Oh. With the kit on the top, it's like three grand from Costco. That is reasonable. That stupid fridge that I was telling you about was $4,500, and it's half the size. Okay. I am not concerned about having More that freezer. much freezer. freezer mm. Well, you could do his and his, or hers and hers fridges with the panel on the top and bottom. 
Huh? Well, you just, you could, because you can switch the door around so that they open at the same, and you could just get two full-size fridges. No. I'm gesturing opening yeah. two fridges simultaneously. Yeah. No, I, I'm. <laughs> or just like, you just want a ridiculously big fridge. I, the freezer. ones I was looking at were, well, I have one, two, three freezers. Oh, yes. No, I have four freezers. Two are unplugged right now because mm. we're getting low on beef. It's not turkey season yet. Did you do? Are you doing? No, it's January. I think I'm still <laughs> going to be on sabbatical this year. Mm. If anything, I'll just do chickens. Um, but yeah, so I'm just looking at like a 32 cubic foot fridge, fridge. which is big. Send me some links. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking primarily at the store with the orange that's right near our work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have good appliances. Yeah. So, anyways, my husband's just like, the fridge isn't broken. I'm like, it's never going to break. Yeah, like, I think, but it could be a lovely, like, garage or porch fridge. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It and doesn't have to die. It could just I, be a new thing. Yeah, so I'm saying by end of the next month, mm. I will have bought a Jelly. second fridge. And I'm going to, and if I pay for a second fridge, I'm keeping this one active. And that's where all of my overflow is going to go. Yeah. Condiments, drinks, weird stuff that lasts forever. All the stupid beer that people leave like at my house. Bacon. Yeah. Like My mom has one in the, she, it's the, just the two of them. She has a full-size fridge. It's fridge-freezer combo. Yeah. And um, she also has... An old school fridge in the basement, and it is so handy, especially at like Christmas time. Yeah, because she has all our salads down there, and we go well, get them when we need them. And it's still a good fridge. Yeah. So it's not like it's sucking the energy. Mm-hmm. And it would have come in real handy this week. So I am making the chicken sandwiches from Skinny Taste One and Done mm-hmm. with the crunchy slaw. Yeah. It was requested. It was also requested that I make the slaw. Nice. So I did an an online grocery order, and I went to go pick it up, and then I was looking at the bill, and I'm like, $10 for cabbage. This How much cabbage did you get? So Wayne is putting away groceries. Yes. The cabbage is bigger than a human head. Oh, my goodness. It's ginormous. And it's just sitting there in my fridge. But Pro they, tip. You're... Food processor will do a great yes. job yeah. at that. I tried to do it myself once, and I was like, what am I even doing? No, but <laughs> at least cabbage doesn't go bad very no, quickly. It takes so a long time. he's excited because now he also gets fish tacos next week mm. with the slaw. Lovely. Yeah. That's funny. I wish I – well, so one day we will redo our kitchen, and I will theoretically be happy. I'll never be happy. I need a bigger <laughs> kitchen. But uh, I was like, what if we just went – full fridge and disregarded the freezer because I have a stand-up freezer in the garage and I have a small chest freezer in the basement. I like having a freezer at my disposal all the time. I know, but ours is because we have the bottom drawer freezer, which is useless. Nothing can fit in there. Like the only thing I think that I pull out of there on a regular basis is corn, frozen corn. No, see, I make waffles Mm -hmm. and And then then put them in there. And so they're in there. Because we don't, like, when we're trying to get everyone out in the morning, we don't need to be, like, running out to the outdoor fridge for waffles. And um, Our freezer is in the garage, which, as you know, is, like, ten steps from no, the kitchen. It's too many steps in the morning with the morning hustle. Our kids eat cereal. 
They don't need a waffle. They used to get waffles. Now they're slow. Well, the twins get waffles because it's the least dirty thing that they can eat. Oh, yeah. see, our kids only want syrup, so it's like, oh, never I don't even. Mind. They don't even get that option. <laughs> they get the older kids get that option on yeah. weekends sometimes. Oh well, they only get syrup sometimes. I feel pretty confident with myself. We went to a little birthday party for Lou, Lou's friend yeah. yesterday, and uh, there was no lunch. There was snacks. She declined popcorn, but ate the fruit. And then she got a piece of cake, and I was like, watch, she's only going to eat the icing. Because <laughs> one day I gave her a cupcake, and she licked it clean, like there was never any icing on there, and didn't eat the cake, and then was like, can I have another one? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> but she ate the cake this time. Oh. Probably because she was, like, desperately hungry. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cute. I would say that's a mom win. Yeah. But I felt pretty good because she also, she got juice, and she downed it as fast. As humanly oh possible, because she never gets juice at our yeah. house. Like, nah, well, whatever. Uh, I bought a new gadget. What is it? <laughs> it's the same one that I already have, but I got a bigger instant pot. <gasps> Did you get an eight quart? Oh yeah, that makes sense for your yeah. family size. Well, I had the six, and it was. Wait, just... wait, wait. What features does it have? Oh, it's I don't know. Does it have the sous vide? No, I don't think so. It wasn't the super... I know. I'm disappointing you now. <laughs> I make sense because if you already own one and you're probably not going to get rid of the six quart. No. I'm going to keep it. So I didn't get a big fancy one because I'm no. going to keep the six quart for like whenever I do hard boiled eggs. Mm -hmm. I did get the silicone egg mold so that I can make oh. sous vide egg bites nice. in it. Um, which you don't need the sous vide feature to do. No. I just want a sous vide just because... Mm -hmm. Like, I don't believe in buying appliances just for one thing. No. So I don't want to buy a sous vide no. thing. But you could sous vide in the Instant Pot using silico reusable silicone bags. True. Mm -hmm. However, you have to uh, specifically monitor the temperature, and that's a whole thing. And I was like, mm -hmm. I have a... I have one of those probe thermometers that I could probably rig up onto the stove on a pod and like do all that stuff, but I no, I just want to be like sous vide this thing for me. <laughs> oh, it came with a fun lexicon though of like how many minutes for like all kinds of items. stuff you don't necessarily. Yeah. Do you have an instant pot cookbook? No. Oh, I have two. How to instant pot? No. And comfort in an instant, I think, from Melissa Clark. Which is pretty good. I have just Googled my way mm -hmm. and Pinterested my way through. And I, I haven't done much except for soup and hard-boiled eggs. And That's funny. Yeah. My answer is always like, I'll just throw money at the problem. Yeah. And you're like, no, I can research this thing into submission. <laughs> uh, well, the Instant Pot cookbooks that I've seen do not tickle my fancy. Yeah, that's true. The one that I use as like a dictionary for Instant Pot, no pictures. No. But a dynamite recipe for refried beans. My lexicon has pictures for each item. Mm. It's amazing. <laughs> that is very handy. <laughs> um, anyway, it's called, uh, what was that other one? How to Instant Pot, I think. Yeah. It's like. And Comfort. How to Instant Pot and Comfort in an Instant yeah. by Melissa Clark. It turns out all her uh, recipes are really good, but very high in calories yeah. often. I uh, didn't realize I was making her, she makes a shrimp, chicken, no, shrimp, curry, butter chicken, butter Ooh, shrimp. Yeah. 
Uh, oh my god! Yeah, just the sauce. Well, five hundred and forty-six. Like, yeah, five hundred. No, there's no coconut milk. No, she uses heavy cream. But then I was talking to a guy in our office, and he's like, "Yeah, traditional traditional butter chicken has like a pound of butter in it." Like, oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. why she wanted me to use heavy cream. Ooh, it's actually an improvement. <laughs> so. What is our so our next recipe that we're gonna cook with along with everyone? Mm-hmm. Um, I chose it, and it will be the spicy meatball soup mm-hmm. on page one seventy seven. Are you excited? I am, <laughs> given that I've already made it. <laughs> yeah, I chose the recipe just because um, my family likes sausage soup. Yep. which is what we call minestrone soup. Let's do it. Um. And I think that it'll be a fun twist on that. Yeah, my them. kids really like meatballs. Yeah. Like, in any format. Well, that too, right? So, I'm excited to talk about that next next time. Next time. And, uh, yeah, for those listening at home, they can uh, find it on page 177. Yay! Because everyone has the book. Yeah. I don't see why you haven't bought it yet. How'd your meal planning go this week? Terrible. Did you do any? Renee and I were talking earlier, and I'm doing this very... Uh, this very restrictive diet in order to lose, like, I don't know, pounds and kick my sugar habit, which is out of control. I think moment. kicking the sugar habit, it sh- like, is by doing that, you're oh. going to see results. Well, it's been two weeks, and I, though I want sugar very badly, I don't feel like I need it. Anyway, I'm not a health nut. I like to bake, and I like to bake with lots of butter and sugar, but... For right now, I'm on a restricted meal plan, so I had to come up with meals that the kids will eat, but are also part of our meal plan, and then make sure we had all the ingredients, and it's just like, my brain is so not firing on all cylinders, I'm like, this is really hard. Yeah. (laughs) Anywho, and like, though my husband wants to help, um, mixed results. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he came up with a couple ideas. And while we were talking about what we had to do that week, I came up with, like, stew. We can have stew on Wednesday because we can use the slow cooker and blah, blah, blah. Because we have, like, skating and swimming and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, that's what we'll do. So that part was good. But otherwise, it's a, it's, it's a very uninspired meal plan. What about you? Um. So I had a Monday off. So I was able to just blow my meal prep and planning out of the water. And nice. I had all the roasting of veggies done and a soup made and biscuits made and soup and all kinds of stuff done, mm. like, all by 10.30. So nice. I I was on my A-game. 10.30? In the morning. That would take me all day. Well, I don't know. I have two ovens, though. That's true. I have true. an unfair advantage. That's true. That's Which, part of my kitchen thing. Which I cleaned wall both of them ovens. yesterday. Although, I have a concern about wall oven design yes. as a whole. Yes. The top oven, mm-hmm. the door swings open and hangs out. Yeah. How do you reach inside and get the stuff? Um. So I... It, You're taller than me. Let's just... Yeah. All right, listeners. At least six inches taller. Yes. Mine is also probably a good two feet before the bottom one starts. Yes. So it's possible for it to be lower. Yeah, so yours is particularly high. Yeah. That okay. being said, so depending on what it is, if it's just a cookie sheet and it's light, 
I can grab it just with one arm. Mm -hmm. If it's something more difficult, I'll get my husband, or I go at it from an angle, like from the side. Okay. So here's my thought process on this. Are you this. getting side by side, Evans? Is that what's is that where this is going? Oh, it's possible. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> the plan is because I want to spend like a fortune on the kitchen that I will pay a designer to tell me what the best possible yeah. setup is. Because though I have ideas, I'm sure somebody would come in and just be like, "Nope, that's dumb. Yeah, Do this. This is better." Yeah. yeah. Um, but they have one company used to sell the cafe doors oh, where it's okay. like, it's a French oven style. So it's two doors on the top and then the, tr the normal one on the bottom. And I was like, yes, that, that is what I want. Yeah. That is $14,000. So I was like, no, I must oh find an God. alternate. There is an oven that they make in England where it's, uh, the door slides into a track on the bottom so you can get like right up in there. Which I was like, why don't they all make them all like that? Probably because it's expensive. And it's probably only small if it's over in Europe. I think, well, probably. Because do they not just all have like They small have smaller, kitchens? yes, smaller apartment size. But I was like, why isn't that a design feature. feature throughout? And I thought the big orange door near our work would be a perfect place to find something like that. No. no. They just have the traditional swing doors. And like, my arms are really short. I'm worried that... I'm giving up the problem that I have now for a different problem. You will use the bottom oven most. Yeah, and that's fair. And you will, when Curtis is around, you'll use the top oven. But I don't want to be limited by my size. Anyway. You so, get a step stool. Probably, I already have a step stool in my kitchen. <laughs> Let's be honest. There we go. Anyway, so I was, I'm researching and trying to find the best option for you myself. You might end up with two side-by-side -side wall ovens. Yeah. The cafe style you can buy. GE just came has their cafe line where you can like tailor the handles to different colors oh. and like it's very fancy. But they have the the wall, okay, the double door. But it's so much money that I'm yeah. like, oh no, it is. Um, having two separate um, ovens might actually be ideal. I think like, so because then have... I'll have more storage on top. But like, how much? Anyway, that's a story. That's a question for another time. But like ventilation and stuff is a concern. Mine are in like mine take up exactly the amount. No, there's no like bulkhead above. No, to, oh, no, it's actually storage above and below. Well, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, like maximum, like you know those big drawers with the dowels to yeah. put like cookie sheets and stuff in, mm -hmm. and that's what I want yeah. underneath them. But <sighs> no, so much and research because. With my double wall oven, mm -hmm. it's all run by one control panel. Yes, which I do want. And well, I have replaced but... my control panel three times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's so something to think about. Might be if better. you had two units, they each, because when that control panel goes, it's the whole oven. It's the whole oven. Mm -hmm. And I can't even use one. And mm -hmm. yeah. So interesting. Well, thank you yeah. for your perspective. Perfect. I still feel like it should be made more health and safety conscious because yeah. like you are reaching really far and I think if they all just tucked in then kids running past you wouldn't be like thunk because yeah. my kids are we at that age. We will get to that point though and I actually just researched how to how to lock my oven mm, because yeah. the twins have gone by and like pulled on the door <sighs> so if it's not on it, it wasn't on so it wasn't a big deal. No but, but if it was. What if you just had something randomly in there and I they know. like anyway. Yeah. Anyways. I get it. 
my kids clock themselves on the fridge, which is why I don't recommend the freezer on the bottom to anyone. Because when you open the fridge door with the bottom freezer, yeah, the corner, the pointy corner of the door is exactly child height. So, like, you might have it open and they toddle by and clock themselves. My kids or, run into walls that or have you been there. open it when they're not, ex- like, you're not expecting them to be there and you end up whacking them in the face. Yeah. Like, oh, I know, it's just sad and, like, this is not I know. good design. No. <laughs> uh, I know. My All child right. ran into a jack post, so he's got, like, a bruise. Oh, his- no. Yeah. My kids cry whenever they fall, so they try not to fall. Oh, he as cried much and then he passed out. Oh no, that's a bad sign. He's a breath holder. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's better than like I lost consciousness. No, no, he just <laughs> holds his breath. So. Oh good. And on that note. Okay. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you to our listeners and supporters for always tuning in. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cook It Podcast, and sub- subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts by reading and reviewing us. You help others find us. And it makes us feel special. It does. All right. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye.